Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. This is episode 464, and tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me, have you join me on the show to talk about them. Um, as always, uh, you are. Um, thank you for listening. I'm so, there we go. That's the right thing to say. Um, thank you for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds, or if you listen on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. I always want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others. Also, you can uh, rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, also, um, if you would like extra content, you can join the Patreon. There you can get at least one episode of the, of the show, uh, extra episode, every month. And uh, hopefully soon will be more than that um, at any any membership level. And uh, that will come out at least once a month, like I said. I'm planning on uh, working more in as I go. And uh, so that's another way to help if you'd like. Also, if you'd just like to make a one-time donation, you can always um, check out the PayPal and Venmo links as well. Um, as there are expenses for making the show in terms of equipment and research materials, and then also travel expenses. Uh, help is never expected, but always appreciated. Um, I'll be heading to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year, on November 4th and 5th. That's on uh, Saturday and Sunday. And that's at the um, uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Planning on doing some recordings there of myself, and then if anyone else um, wants to be included in that, they are welcome. Uh, just on the paranormal in general, t uh, thoughts on what's being discussed there, and then uh, experiences, any of those things. And then I will share those recordings on the show once I get back. So, I think that covers everything. Um, I will be doing an extra show this week. It won't be a stream, but uh, it'll be another uh, listen, listener experiences show. So that'll come out uh, probably Friday morning uh, by the time it gets uh, posted and everything. It'll be recorded on Thursday night. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And I uh, always enjoy those shows because that's the main focus of this show is um, everyone that has an experience is welcome to share it on here as long as it's not too graphic obviously but uh but yeah looking forward to uh doing that show on thursday so um so now i'll get to the stories i have uh for tonight this first one says i live in the uk 
two years ago. I had a workplace accident that left me with a concussion and other injuries. So I stayed in the hospital for a time. My mother, uh, 50 years old, picked me up, a uh, 22-year-old female, uh, at this hospital at around 9 p.m. one night. And we started the two-hour long drive to get to my home. My mother always felt odd on a specific stretch of... Um, let me see here. A stretch of road at, at night. Uh, that was... Words are messed up there. Anyway, which was part of the route we took. A bright red car overtook us on the straight road. Out of nowhere, we saw a misty white truck heading towards the red car. There was no impact, and the red car continued before moving back into the proper lane. At first, I thought I was just seeing things due to the concussion. But my mother was holding on tight to the steering wheel, wide-eyed, for the rest of the journey. I asked my mother if she saw the ghostly truck, and she confirmed that she had seen it. We were both quiet for the rest of the ride. My mother turned on the radio at one point to break the silence. My mother uh, avoids that road now. I still can't explain what we saw. It left us both baffled. And that's where that story ends. Um, so it sounds like they, the, those two the, the, um, women, they saw a real red car, a regular red car, that was going to pass them. And it did uh, go along, alongside them for a little bit. But then they also saw a white truck that appeared to be almost ghost-like that headed for the car, but then I guess vanished. And the car went on and passed them and got back into the right lane. And so it sounds like they saw some kind of a, a truck that was not in their same, in the same uh, dimension as they were. Basically a uh, apparition of some kind or some other kind of um, anomaly where it was just a view into another sort of another level of reality or another time, who knows. But um, that's not uncommon either. Um, people seeing vehicles on the road that just appear to be uh, sort of like ghostly, almost like people are, but they're vehicles. Or in some cases, the vehicles look solid, but then they just vanish. But either way, that's not unheard of. Um, I've found over the years, I've heard, heard and read many stories similar to that. Um, so that really is amazing. I can understand why the people there would be freaked out by it. I'm wondering if maybe the people in the red car didn't even see this truck. Uh, maybe they're not as sensitive. Maybe it had to do something something to do with the abilities of the writer of that story and the mother. Or even the, again, as the writer sort of suggested, she was um, dealing with injuries. I wonder if that could have, that sort of, they were affecting her her um, ability or her, her view of reality 
maybe allowing her temporarily to see into other levels of of reality. Um, and maybe the mother is just sensitive. There's so many variables there, but um, at least that both of them saw something, and they saw the same thing as far as they could tell. So, really amazing story there, and uh, I'm guessing the other car must not have seen the person in the other car, the red car, must not have seen anything. Otherwise, you would think they would have swerved out of the way uh, to get to avoid running into this truck. That's uh, all I can think. I, of course, I don't know for sure, but um, but yeah, that's an amazing story there. I, w- I really wonder what the person or people in that other car saw, if anything. Again, I, I feel like they may not have seen anything if they didn't react to it. So, um, so yeah, really amazing story there. Not sure what to make of that. But um, I don't doubt that it happens and happened, and I don't doubt that it can happen. Again, so many stories of um, odd sightings of vehicles in the road that just seem to vanish. Um, so, yeah, neat story there. Uh, moving on to the next one. Let's see here. This one says, this is an experience that I found out about found out about, excuse me, from my boyfriend after it happened. We were both asleep on top of our bunk bed. My boyfriend woke up to woke up and saw me staring at him. He asked me in quotation marks why I, again in quotation marks, was awake. This woman, who looked just like me, got out of bed and walked out of the room. My boyfriend then felt me move next to him and realized I was still asleep. He quickly woke me up and said someone was in the house. We didn't find anyone or any evidence of intruders either. This happened a few years ago, and we still don't know what to make of it. And that's where that story ends. I wonder if it was a sort of a um astral projection out of body experience um it sounds like it almost to me uh the way this figure just was sitting up and looking at the boyfriend uh this apparition of the of the writer was sitting there looking at the boyfriend or maybe looking in his direction anyway um and then just got up and left the left the room but again if if the writer was asleep that could have been some part of their their consciousness or their mind or their spirit. Um, who knows what exactly that uh, was just going through some kind of motions in their mind, and that somehow was able to also appear outside of her um, mind and her body to the boyfriend. I don't know, but. Um, that that really is amazing because it sounds like it was a solid. This figure appeared to be solid, not like a ghost, not like uh, transparent or translucent or like that. Um, but uh, again, I wouldn't surprise me if it was this person. But then again, you never know for sure either. So um, at least nothing else happened. I'm glad. But that makes me think. Whenever that happens, where it's just sort of this one encounter and this one experience that almost sounds like an out-of-body experience 
or an astral projection. That makes me think that um, lean towards more, uh, lean towards that option more because it's not like anything that, that that is doing anything else to mess with the people there besides that. If that's the case, so. But um, but yeah, neat story with that one. A couple of short stories here, but they're really um, really the short ones are not not bad. I don't mind the short ones because they're nice and easy to get through, and uh, they still provide enough to talk about there. So, um, let me get to the next story here. And let's see. Uh, this one says... Let's see here. Okay, there we go. My family lived in a town with a dangerous glass factory. My great-uncle worked there and lived in the upper floor slash attic of my grandparents' house. One night, my aunt encountered a woman in the attic, a misty figure brushing her hair. My aunt asked who she was. The woman turned into mist and went up through the ceiling. This happened multiple times. My aunt kept it secret, as she couldn't explain it. On the last night that my aunt saw this woman in the attic, she told my aunt that S, the great uncle's nickname, and of course that's just using a letter, can't go to work on a certain date. Uh, August 22nd, it says. My, and then it goes on here. My aunt begged my great uncle to stay home from work that day. My great uncle agreed, even though he didn't like to miss work. As predicted, on that day, a boiler exploded, leading to the deaths of everyone on the great uncle's shift. Later, we found news clipping, newspaper clippings excuse me, that confirmed the accident. My great uncle also confirmed that he used to talk to his mom in the attic. She used to brush her, chair while, brush her hair while sitting in a rocking chair. The house still stands in this town today. I wonder if the woman in the rocking chair is still there. So it sounds like this. There's this apparition of this family member that uh, that somehow helped another family member, this great uncle, avoid being hurt, possibly killed. That's what this story sounds like, and that really is amazing. Again, um, I think this is. Maybe a more, maybe not quite as common uh, as far as stories I've heard or read, but it does happen here and there. It does sound like the spirit of a of a deceased relative, possibly, somehow had knowledge of the future. Again, we there's always the question of how, where are they getting this information from? Uh, do they exist outside of time when they're not in the physical form? Uh, but either way, this this apparition told the aunt. Um, doesn't say great aunt. I'm not sure if it's the the wife of the of the the man in question there or not. I'm guessing so. It doesn't never said so in the story exactly, but um, gave basically the family information that led to um, that basically saved this this great uncle's life and. Um, 
But again, that and that's amazing. That's a good thing. But whenever that happens, I always just wonder, how does that work? Where is this information coming from? Um, is it a spirit? And if that's the case, are spirits able to somehow travel through time back and forth in a way that we physically can't, at least as far as we know? Um, at least not under, under normal circumstances? Or is it something else taking on the form of this relative that is then giving this message for whatever reason? And then, of course, what is that reason? What is it that... Why is it that this... Whoever or whatever this is cares so much about this uh, great-uncle, this man, uh, surviving and not being killed, uh, injured or killed? Obviously, it's a good thing that he wasn't. Um, but the questions are, of course, just why and 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 what is the purpose for all of this? And uh, of course, it's impossible to know the answers. But I um I love these kinds of stories because it just brings up so many they just bring up so many questions. And uh, it, it's it's really it makes me think of just the mechanics of how everything works and go down those different tracks like I just kind of described, where is it a spirit, is it the spirit of the relative in question, or is it someone else? And then sort of following each of those down those paths. Um, and again, still not really ending up with any clear answers, but um, but yeah, that's, that's that does happen here and there. I've heard stories, similar stories. Uh, messages sometimes in dreams, sometimes in separate sightings while people are awake, like this one. But uh, and it's not always a clear message of of this is going to happen, so don't let this don't let this person go to this place. Um, it's more of a, like in this story, this person cannot go to this place this one day, uh, which implies that. Whoever is making delivering these messages knows um, that something is going to happen. Do they know? That's another question. Do they know exactly what's going to happen? And again, that just leads to how do they know? So uh, anyway, just um, I think I'm starting to talk in circles here, so I guess I'll stop with that one. But amazing uh, story there. And uh, again, if it was the only kind of uh, the only one of its kind that I'd ever encountered before then maybe it might be easier to to write it off i guess possibly but it's not the first one so um it's not so easy for me to do that so and of course i always like to uh keep in mind that the the paranormal possibilities here as well as the uh um the more mundane explanations which i i don't really focus a lot on in this show because i think they're out there and it's fairly, um, it's our, there's not enough sort of uh, content out there and shows out there that do cover the more scientific uh, view of the paranormal out there. If you look hard enough, you can find shows like that. So, And that's fine. That's uh, whatever works. But uh, anyway, so getting back to these stories here. This next one, let me see here. Okay. 
so this next one says, recently, <clears throat> excuse me, recently I had a uh, strange experience in the mountains of western Maine with my partner. We were on a hike to a remote, a remote peak nearby. The day was sunny with some clouds and the forest was full of life. My partner was hiking faster than usual, seemingly pushing themselves. I felt as though we were being watched, but didn't mention it to my partner. While rounding a corner, I saw a large humanoid figure made of shadow, or, sorry, made of darkness, about 100 feet away. This fi figure quickly glided out of view over, uh, let me see here, there we go, over rising land after being spotted. The forest had been silent during this encounter. We continued on the hike, <coughs> excuse me, without further incident once we reached the tree line. Later, my partner mentioned that they had been moving quickly because they also felt like they were being watched. I know this isn't as dramatic as some similar stories, but this is what happened. And that's where the story ends. So it sounds like either some kind of a shadow figure that the the writer the writer and their partner saw, um, or at least some figure that was completely dark. Um, I wonder. They say glide, and it makes it almost sound like a, some kind of a shadow figure more than a maybe a physical thing. Um, so but it's hard to say. I've heard some um, people use that or talk about um, cryptids, talk about Bigfoot in that way, where it just appears to be this dark figure. But then also I've heard of sort of shadow figures seen in forests in the middle of the day, just as as Bigfoot are seen in forests. Um, I wonder if those are connected at all. If some shadow figure maybe somehow are 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 um, able to change into something like a, a, um, a Bigfoot. Are they connected? Are they not? Uh, do they all sort of use... Um, the forest, do they use nature as sort of a place to stay um, when they're not uh, wandering into people's homes or near people's homes? Because again, shadow figures are seen, excuse me, inside people's homes and around them. And then, of course, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, other cryptids do sort of appear um, and move around outside of people's homes as well. So uh, I don't know if there's a connection there or not, but it's um, interesting to think about that that possibility of there being one. And again, I don't know. Uh, I know that uh, I've heard stories of different cryptids being able to change either into lights or change from lights into cryptids. So... I wonder if they can also do that with Shadow. Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think I've heard tons of stories like that, but also 
there are stories of different cryptids just basically being able to vanish. Um, go behind trees and things and just vanish, or even just go uh, sort of move in, into the the more deeper into a forest and just vanish inside there. And I wonder if it, when they do that, are they changing into shadow? Um, just the idea that just came to me. I don't know if that's how that goes or not, but uh, but either way, I think that's all we have time for today. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all in the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.